This podcast is sponsored by FlashFilmAcademy.com. If you're into photography, filmmaking, or video production, FlashFilmAcademy.com is an online training platform designed to help you monetize your passion. There's a ton of information online to help you capture a better image, but there's only one place you need to go if your goal is to make a living doing what you love. Enroll today to get three free courses. FlashFilmAcademy.com. It's time to turn your passion into profit. running so what i want to do is i want to say thank you all for tuning in if you know me if you don't know me my name is ty i'm the guy around here at flash film academy flash film academy is a channel designed to the business side of content creation and i am in a hot studio office where my ac is not working like it should i'm here in texas so i got plenty to drink plenty of water but this particular live stream is about outsourcing how to outsource when to outsource why should you outsource and for all my usual guys who have been following me as i continue to grow this channel as i continue on this journey 
please understand that this here is the first ever live stream that will become episode one of the Flash Film Academy podcast. I will let you know when it becomes available, but this particular one is episode 001. So I want to thank you guys for being a part of that. You've requested it and hell, I'm going to do it. So you will have a uncut live and raw way to listen to this um, via podcast. I'm going to snatch the audio off this bad boy and slide that bad boy on a podcast. And that way you will uh, have the ability to listen to it at later times. I'm also uh, also want to work on having guests and a few things like that in the future. Um, because I like to chop it up and talk to people uh, when it comes to uh, when it comes to these topics, the live raw. Well, y'all getting the live raw version anyway. I'm just I just keep it real. So let's get started. Let's talk a little bit. You know, let's go. Let's uh, let's 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 look at the idea of outsourcing, because a lot of people don't want to outsource. They're scared of the idea of outsourcing. They don't think about doing it. They want to do everything themselves. And business is just not that that's just not how business works the the owner the founder of whatever business um has outsourced every part of that business to help grow that business because the goal is to work you know on the business and not work in the business right don't work in the business think big do not um create another job for yourself but create a business that continues to bring in money when you're not looking right think bigger than you're thinking right now if you're thinking about you going to do all this photography yourself and you taking pictures nope don't think of that that's not what you want you want to use the expertise that you currently have to put people in place to to do the job for you at some point right People, I see so many business owners or people who want to be entrepreneurs who are talking about 401ks. The CEO or the owner or founder of Ford Motor Company don't give a damn about a 401k because they have created a company that will continue to pay their bills long after they can work. And that company will continue to grow and do great things and be something great. So you have to think of your brand that way. And the thing that we make that Ford Motor Company don't make, Ford Motor Company can only get paid one time off the car, each car they produce. In fact, they have to update it and make better versions every year. However, you can create content that will continue to pay you as long as you put that content in position to pay you. I often go back to the Wizard of Oz theory that I use, right? Whoever created Wizard of Oz, they're still getting checks. Right. And it was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Your your grandmama was young when they made Wizard of Oz and somebody's in the dirt who great grandkids who didn't even really know granddad is still getting a check off the Wizard of Oz. Every Christmas you see Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer and and the clay claymation as old as it is. And they didn't remastered it and brought it back on HD and blah, blah, blah. And they're still getting a check off of it. Whoever made Charlie Brown is still getting a check off Charlie Brown every Christmas. Mariah Carey is still getting checks off of Christmas albums. She don't got to put out a new album because every New Year's and every Christmas you see her on ABC somewhere in New York singing and she ain't did nothing in 20 years. So you have the ability to create that content. And if you position your brand to do that for your client, you can still get money while you're not working. 
you should not be getting paid or the goal is you shouldn't be creating a content or a media business that only makes money one time off of content. So go into it. Word out Yankovic. It's true. Yeah. Go into it. Thinking of ways to make residual income. And that way it ain't got to be a lot. Listen, you ain't got to break the bank. I don't need $10,000 from a company every year to license this video to them. I can license it to them for $250 a year. And that don't sound like a lot until over three years. I've done work with a thousand customers that are paying $250 a year to license a video that we shot five or six years ago. You should be going into it thinking of ways to make sure the business is bigger than a one-time job. So that's what I want you to think about, especially if you're doing anything like uh, real estate photography, like Airbnb is huge right now. Yeah, I'll create these images for you for your Airbnb site, but you need to use it for a year. After that, we can relicense it or you can pay a whole lot to get it, you know, to get it forever. I take a little bit less to, to license something from a client every year. I've done it all the time. I'll take a little bit less to get a subscription plan. So that's how you should be looking at your media company. You want to continue to bring in revenue year after year after year. You've created and and don't look at it um don't look at it like you like man, I'm jipping people or man, this I don't feel right about this or gosh, I don't feel good about this. Listen, they're going to continue to make money off of your media. That $200 you're asking for a year to continue to use that, that to license that content is nothing to them because they're going to make 20000 off of it. They're going to continue to make money off of it, right? So, you know, it's something that you need to think, think of or be mindful of as you create content for these businesses or even, I mean, for businesses in general, for people, it's going to be a little different. You can't do that in wedding photography, but for businesses... You got to think big like that. So something you got to think about. Um, So, you know, if they don't pay, then you got to cease and desist that you send because you own the, you own the media. They can't you. You can make a whole lot more money suing them. You know, a lot of people won't go that route for 250 bucks. I mean, it, your lawyer fees are going to be, you know, six thousand dollars. They're not going to go that route. If in the beginning you make sure that, you know, it's, they understand that they're, we're creating this content, we're leasing it to you, or we're licensing it to you, not leasing it. We're licensing the content to you. Um, so it's just something to think about as you build your brand. Fun film, good looking out on the super chat, just because I'm excited to get my company going. First super chat of the day, everybody give it up to Fun Film. I appreciate you, brother, because you are like every live, I see you, bro. So the raw footage costs. Many people forget to make a big chunk of that if clients really want raw footage. Yep. I often don't let go of raw footage unless it's a price I can sleep well at night for because I, I can do so much with that raw footage. That raw footage can go to um, stock sites. I can do a lot of stuff with that raw footage. I have a customer for life if I keep that raw footage or they can break me off and, and get it back. So, you know. So is it worth it to fight them for lawyer fees? Yeah, it, how are you going to lose a case where you signed a licensing deal? They signed it for this amount of years and they use it after it. And you've contacted them to pay what Lord, what judge is going to look at it and be like, they're going to win. They, they won't, um, they, they won't fight you for it. It's, it's an uphill battle. And if they, if you win, they have to pay your lawyer fees. 
You don't pay your lawyer fees. They pay your lawyer fees. So let's say you win the $250. Cool. But if it costs you $5,000 for your lawyer, and a lot of lawyers will jump on it and they see it's open and close because they know that, you know, the defendant or not the defendant, they know that the person that you're suing would have to pay. They'll jump all over it. Throw a high price tag on it. You'll never see it because it's open and close case in most times. I'm just speaking in most cases. It may be different. But if you have an agreement where they agree to license that content, it's a no brainer. They signed off on it. Is this you? The judge going to say, is this you? Yeah. Did you sign this? Yeah. Did you pay the first two years? Yeah. What happened the third year? Well, we felt like we shouldn't have to pay because uh, well, stop. Did you sign this? Yeah. Did you pay? Yeah, then it's an open and close. Like, what is it we're talking about? So that's why contracts are important. Even if you do shoot for free, you can shoot for free with a licensing deal. Hey, I'm going to shoot this video for you for free. We're going to license it to you for five years, two years, one year. After that, call us up. We'll renegotiate it. But by then, it should make you enough money to, to, to you know, to pay for it. Shameless plug for the contract pack. Not really. I mean, you if you're doing business and you don't got contracts, you ain't doing business. The pen is mightier than the sword. That is correct, fun film. That is correct. But we can wait, wait, wait. Let me uh since they brought it up, I gotta do the shameless plug for the contract pack while we since we brought it up. That's a good idea. I wasn't thinking about that. Good looking out. Let me uh That's a good look. That's a good look, my friend. I wasn't thinking about it. And now I got email, see? So let me make sure I mute that because this when I started getting questions. Remember I tell y'all, like, when I go live, people be like, what's the coupon code to the, how do we get the, it always happens when I go live. So let me make sure I do that. Boom. There you have it. Okay. So let's go on to today's drink of the day. It's Dr. Pepper. Why? Because I'm in Texas. And that's how we do. Can we still uh, license the photos even though we shoot something for free? Yeah. Heck yeah. I, heck yeah. Yes. Remember I told you when you shoot for free, still go through the contract stage? Still go through all of that. You're licensing images to them for free. Yes. Yes, yes. 40% was for the five key steps video, and that's actually ending this week. Because that was, a, that was a, the COVID discount, and people are opening back up. So people are back out and about. So we still got that one. We still got that one. Um... We're getting ready to end that this week. That's the board COVID promo code, which will allow you to save 45%. There you go. Anything else as members, you got something different. Um, it's link for the contract pack is in the description, but let me talk about, let me go into, let's talk about outsourcing. Like, like, so what should you be outsourcing? What should you be handing off to somebody? I'm going to tell you without a doubt off rip, I would be outsourcing Google ads, Google ads. And I've mentioned it in another video, Google ads is something that I am outsourcing. My time is way too valuable than to spend six months trying to learn it. So is licensing a part of the contract should happen every business. Tra- yeah, definitely. Unless you're giving them, unless a client is saying, I want to own, um, I want to own this Data outright, cool. My price just went up a little bit, but I'll give it to you. I'll hand you a hard drive with all the footage if you're willing to pay for that. If not, let's just do a licensing deal. I'll take a little bit from everybody for a long time, then big chunks up front. That's how the rich get richer. 
They don't try to hit you over the head. They don't. Your bank don't hit you for five, six hundred dollars. They hit you for an overdraft fee once or twice a month. And they are filthy rich. They don't come and hit you with. They'll give you a free checking account just to hit you with an overdraft fee sometime. And that's how they make billions and trillions. They don't, you know, they, they, they'll give you, they'll send out a free card. They'll give you free checks. They'll do all of that stuff. And they'll just get pennies from you, from a lot of people at once. If only eight people used, if eight people put a million dollars in a bank, if eight people put a million dollars each in a bank, that bank wouldn't survive. They don't make money off those guys. They make money off the 10,000 people per month that got $346 in their checking account. And they're just nibbling off that. That's how they make their money. When they tell you to cover up your pin code at the ATM, I don't know what for. They're the ones robbing you. It ain't the dude that's behind you. It's them. They're hitting you for that $29.99 every time you overdraft or whatever. Cover up your pin code from the bank. Don't cover it up from the guy behind you. He got kids, man. Okay, we got Dr. Pepper. We good. Our other drink of the day. Is Dr. Pepper cream soda. If you haven't had one of these, my friend, my friend, get you one. Just because it's YouTube, you have to say that I have no sponsorship with Dr. Pepper or none of these guys. I just like Dr. Pepper. I've, uh, I wasn't drinking it as much until I moved to Dallas. And then you can't walk around with a Coke. Like every, every area got like they own, like I lived in Atlanta for a minute and that's Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola country. Like you, you drink Cokes and that's it. That's it. I'm from Detroit. We drink pop, Fago. Big shout out to my Fagos up there. That's where we rock, Fago. Moon, Miss, Red. Everything's called pop. If you're up north, it's called pop. Midwest is pop. Down here is cola or whatever, but Texas is tea country. You are right about that. I drink sweet tea with everything. I got to stop. But down here is Dr. Pepper, sweet tea, little lemonade. But I'm from the area where we call it pop. Anyway, let me get back on on topic. So first thing you should definitely outsource is going to be your Google ads, right? Yes, you can go take a course to learn Google ads, right? 90% good looking out on the super chat. Good looking out on the super chat. Let me, let me give some attention to it. Is it ether ether studio? I like that. That's, that's dope. Good looking out on the super chat. Yes, you can go and take a course on how to set up a Google advertisement, right? But what they don't teach you in these courses is how to be good at understanding what works and what don't. How to look at the analytics and make a determination, right? Because they give you a boatload of information. And just like you can go buy a course that teaches you how to properly set up your DSLR, cut it on, go to manual, you know, uh, look at the ISO, look at the F-stop. Adjust accordingly, but it's not going to tell you how to it try to teach you how to understand a little bit, but it takes time for you to understand when to use what man. I'm you know, I mean, I used to have I used to teach a class and I had a lot of people that were shooting at, you know, indoors at F8 at ISO 84,000 or something. Why are my pictures so grainy? I'm like, why are you, you got a 50 millimeter 1.2? Why are you shooting at F12 indoor? You know, what I'm saying like F10 indoors. Like, what are you doing? But it takes time to understand how to look at the information that you have. Your light meter may be right. Your light meter in the middle because you're at ISO 6400. But you, it takes time to understand how to process that information to be good at it. To know, hey, I want a shallow depth of field. I'm going to shoot at F 
2.8. I'm going to, you know, I know what I want. I tell you often, you're, you, when you go into a situation and you're letting your camera predict what you get, you're an amateur. When you go into a situation and you know what you want to do, you, you know that, hey, I want to shoot headshots. I want them top lit. I want shallow depth of field. I want a second B camera that's on a slider on the darker side of my two to one lighting setup. That's the look I want to go for. It's on paper. I know when we get to the shoot tomorrow, that's what we're going to do. That's when you become a professional, when you really understand what you want, how to control the gear to get what you want. And you're not like, let's see, uh, I think this is, gosh, I want, because that's when you're you're an amateur. You take 50,000 pictures and you're like, let me see what I got. As a professional, you got a lighting scheme. You got a lighting setup. You know, I purposely wanted um, this side of the room to be red. I purposely wanted this side of the room to be a little blue. If you notice, usually I'm like here because I kind of want the split to happen behind my head. I want this side to be one color and this side to be one color. I want a shallow depth of field. Like now I got stuff on the screen. I may have some personal stuff up and I don't want my kids social security number on the internet or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I shoot that like that on purpose. I want to add attention to that pink back there. It's actually coming from some Philip lights that I have above to kind of offset that blue. Those are things that I, when I created this look, this setup, those are things that I purposely did. If you look at some of my older videos, I shot more over this way and I was directly on camera. And that's just, you know, this lighting setup is based on me shooting with my C100. If I was shooting with this bad boy right here, hold up. If I was shooting with this bad boy right here, which is everything in the world, my lighting setup would be different because this is, this of course, different lens and a lot going on that's different. But we're not shooting with that. We're shooting with a C100 that is really good on lighting. So we're going to make sure we, you know, that's the way we want to do it. Did a headshot session today, killed it based on planning it out first. Always plan it out. Even if you go to your client, right, and they're doing headshots and you can sit down with a diagram, like we're going to do a two to one lighting setup. We're going to hair light like this. We're going to daylight like this, hair light like that. When you do that and you sit down and you show them that diagram and then show them results that you've done in the past, trust me, they'll be like, this guy knows what he's talking about. You know what? We're going to move up to the platinum plan. We're going to move up to that higher tier uh, package that you offer because you obviously know what you're talking about and that'll help you increase your ticket price. So yeah, you used to flood you say you used to flood this session with overshooting. Overshooting is is from lack of planning and understanding light. So a lot of courses teaches you how to set up Google ads and it just takes it takes years to really understand the tweaks and changes you need to to do to help that Google advertisement be 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 successful, be efficient. It just takes time to learn that, right? You're just not going to get it in the first two years of working on Google ads. And unfortunately, that can cost you a lot of money. You know, if you need, if this is your bread and butter and this is all you got and this is how you're eating, that can cost you a whole lot of money. So that's just something to think about, you know, as you're looking to outsource it, as you're looking to build it, I'd rather bring somebody in who has experience, who 
can um who has the, the the time in grade as we used to stay in the military they, they've been in that rank long enough to know what they're talking about they got the time in grade to help me be proficient and efficient immediately because i need to um i need to hit the ground running so you know don't 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 handle that task yourself don't handle that task yourself Hire somebody that's really good at it and put their 10 years of uh, doing this to work for you. It's cheaper that way. I mean, it's cheaper. You, you may look at it and say, man, these people are charging me um, $300 to set up a Google ad. Like, that's a lot. No, it's going to take you $100 a month for 24 months to really get a grasp on what's working and what's not. It may take them you know, it may take them two weeks to say, okay, these are the keywords we like based off this and how this is moving. These are the keywords we like. These are the keywords we don't. We've noticed in the past when working with clients similar to yourself, you know, to do this, that, and the other. The same thing you're going to do for your client. For your client, you're going to look at videos that they had in the past and be like, ah, I see why these don't work. Or your client may go buy a camera and be like, we shot pictures of our food, but they didn't come out right. Well, you're looking at it like, you don't have any lighting. Your lighting's bad. You know, the lighting that you do have, you you got tungsten lights, you're mixing it with daylight balance lights. Your your of course your your uh your lettuce is looking orange and blue. You don't you know, they don't understand how to work a camera to be efficient with it. They may go out and get a $20,000 camera, but they just don't understand it. And by the time it take them to understand how to be a great photographer, they may not have enough money to stay in business. So as a business owner, invest and outsource uh, the advertising side of your business. Go get somebody. Um, there is. So when I finish with this video in the description, there are there is a company that I've used on Fiverr to set up my advertisement. And I've, I, I've seen results. So just something to think about. Somebody says commercial right there. It is sort of a commercial. Uh, but it's something that if you don't think about or don't understand, you'll go in backwards. Um, plus, it's a tax write-off, right? Outsourcing is the easiest tax write-off. You'll go in backwards and you'll feel defeated because your job is to take great images and you will fail at being a business owner because there are things about business you don't understand. You know, you don't get your taxes right. You, don't, you didn't get in the business to be a tax expert. You didn't get in business to be a Google ad expert. You didn't get in the business to be a logo expert. You got in the business to shoot video or shoot images. So focus on what makes you great and outsource the rest, right? Second thing I would outsource um, is editing, video editing, big time. If you don't have the time or if you're not the best video editor, find you a video editor. It's not like it was 10 years ago where... You know, video editors worked at these shops and these big studios in Hollywood and it was $3,000 a minute. No, you can find video editors all over the world who can edit video for you at a price that is comparable. I've had videos edited from $20 to $2,000 in different parts of the world using things like Fiverr and things like that. I have some that I like that are fairly inexpensive that I will post. I'm going to post um, below. And think about it like this, right? I could, I am a, I am a really good video editor. It's my favorite part of the process, right? Photo editing as well. Yes, I'm a very good video editor, but it's time consuming. 
right? It's time consuming. I want to get out as much content as possible. It's easier when I can film that content, hand it off, go write more content than to have to film it, edit it. I'm out of my writing groove. I'm out of my filming groove. Um, <laughs> fun film, my write off for the for the week. <laughs> Appreciate you, brother. Good looking out of the super chat. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes I'm in the groove of writing, or sometimes I'm in the groove of filming, and I want to just hand it off. And it's worth twenty, thirty, forty, sixty dollars to me. Because I'm more valuable with that time, with that hour than I would be editing. You know what I'm saying? So it's something to keep in mind to ha- it's it's one of the easiest things to hand off in the business. For images, there's a company I use called Clipping Path. They're based out of India. I've used them on some really big shoots, shoots for like Toyota, especially if you're doing product photography. They're excellent at product photography, background removals, things like that. Um, I've shot a lot of clothing photography where we use uh, the mannequins with the removable head so you can get the inside of uh, the shirt with a tag at, things like that. They're excellent at that. Um, and they're fairly inexpensive. I remember one time I went with them to edit um, a, like wedding photos. And they charged me somewhere around like 6 to 18 cents a photo. So I just picked my selects. Like they even have a program where they pick out the good ones. I picked out my selects, sent them maybe three, 400 images. And it was six in an image. Like. That's a no-brainer, man. Like, if you can't roll that into the cost of doing wedding photography, it's not even funny. So imagine you're doing, you're a wedding photographer. You're working on weekends. You can go ham on as many pictures as your, your SD card can load. You get home Saturday night. Let's say you shoot two weddings a weekend. You get home Monday. You pick your selects. You upload them. You don't got work, and you're done for the week. The rest of the week, you can spend getting new clients, getting new business, working on the business and not in the business. So outsource that. What does it cost you? $60? So? Peace. Like, my time is worth more than $60 to spend eight hours editing wedding photos. So outsource that. Get it out of there. Let it go. Send it to somebody. Let somebody else get that money, man. And as you start to outsource more, you'll begin to build the prices into your pricing so that you'll have still... You know, you'll still have great profit margins. In fact, when you start looking at your time and what your time is worth, your profit margins may go up. I was reading an article. Um, so my, my pricing for editing is a base price plus a per minute price, right? Um, base price will be, for instance, $400 for the first minute. That includes um, color grading. That includes royalty-free music. That includes um, editing audio mixing, everything, and then $100 for each additional minute. So, for instance, I know off the top of my head, if you want a two-minute video, that's $500. Now, what it would cost me to get it edited, outsourced, when I was when I was working with, like, Video Husky, that's $500 a month, unlimited videos. Do the math. You need two jobs to pay for it. One job, really, to pay for it. Two jobs to make a profit. So, if you're doing eight, nine, ten a month, that $500 that... Video Husky is asking you for is a no-brainer because they're giving you quality work. Like, I can I can upload files for eight videos and get them back in two days. And I'm sleep. I'm somewhere sleeping in. I'm hanging with my kids. I'm partying. I'm fishing. I'm on a boat somewhere. I'm at the gun range. I'm doing what I love to do. I'm playing sports. And I'm getting work done. 
So, or I'm somewhere working on the business and not in the business. That's the goal. Work on it, not in it. Got a pause for Dr. Pepper. It's good too. Have I ever outsourced and I wasn't happy with the product? Heck yeah. I a lot of times I got burned on fiber. Um Yeah, I, you know, it didn't quite mess me up because the price margin, I mean, at fiber you're getting your money back. It's not like me finding somebody on the street and I get burned and I'm like, "Oh, I'm out of money." Fiverr is like, I don't like this, bro. You, you're not capable of doing the quality that I need. I'm off to the next person. Fiverr is like buying stuff from Amazon. If you don't like it, you just send it back. Get your bread. So, yeah, there's cases where I, I got I got burned on, on, you know, on stuff I didn't like. I just made sure I never used them again. Or sometimes I was too cheap with who I was trying to get for my service. I was trying to get you know, animation for $30. Like, come on, bro. Like, you got to do better than that. You know, writing, sometimes it helps to, um, for certain writing, I like to go with guys who are U.S.-based, and they're a little more expensive, and that's fine, but sometimes I have better luck with, like, language and things like that. Like, other people speak different languages, but they may not have the same understanding. It just depends on where you're going and who you're working with. Some people are in different countries. I had somebody that was in... Gosh, what were they? they were in? Um, it was a country I never even—I gotta say—I never heard of. I don't hear a lot about. That was like Morocco or something, and they were just excellent. Like I spent a lot of money with them. They were somewhere like yeah, it was somewhere, and I spent—I just saved them and I just kept spending money with them. I got a list of preferred editors that I will post um, in the description once this is over with. That are just. They're inexpensive, they're fast, they're great, they're good people. Um, I usually develop relationships with them and contact them and chop it up either through through Fiverr or on WhatsApp. Um, And sometimes I do so much work with them through Fiverr, like I feel like, man, let me get your information and maybe I can work with you directly through PayPal so, you know, you you get less of a cut taken out of it. So, yeah. You know. Fiverr have a pro section. Yes, they have a pro section that's, that's way pricier. It's much pricier. Help the small guy out, Ty. I offer monthly video editing, four for two fifty and ten for five hundred. There you go, Tyler Kid. There you go, Tyler Kid. Do me a favor, go on our Facebook page and post that. Post that on our Facebook page, Flash Film Academy, and our Facebook group because there's people that need that. I know a lot of people who are photographers that's looking to get in videography that don't want to touch editing. And make sure you post the information about how long the videos. I don't want somebody having you editing 10 movies for $500 a month. But as an editor, right, this market, you, you your your niche may, you, you know, you may not be, it may be pointless for you to go out and try to find people who just need editing. You may just want to hang around a bunch of shooters like we have here who who have a business that don't have time to do editing. They want to send it to somebody. And you may be a quality editor. You know what I mean? This may be your niche. So you may build a site to go to kind of go after people who have companies and businesses businesses. I see a lot of brands popping up that are doing unlimited editing for a certain price. Think about it. If they worked on one project at a time, I mean, let's say it take 
let's say you give a guy two days to edit, a day for revision, um, and then a day to fix your revisions, and then another day to view it. So let's say the average editing job takes five days. If you say unlimited, we're going to do one job at a time for you, right? If you say we do unlimited videos for you, that's only six videos a month. It's hard to get more than six videos a month out of anybody. Like, that's unlimited pretty much. If I, You know what I'm saying? Like, if we can get it done quicker and I know your style and I don't need any direction, like I'm editing for you every month. And, yeah, you probably get more because it's going to be at least a three-day, um, you know, a three-day thing. Yeah, Video Husky was great. I like working with Video Husky. What I did was I everything when, when the pandemic hit, I pulled everything. I'm definitely going back with Video Husky, though. I like those guys. Um, you know, so the editing part, send that stuff off, man. Get somebody to do it. But Tyler, definitely go on the Facebook, our Facebook group. It's designed to network. There's a lot of, I've, I've talked to a lot of people who do just like, I, I don't want to edit. What's the price to edit? In fact, I know some other YouTubers who can definitely use your services. Who don't they? They want to put out content, and they're not editors like that. They, you know, they just want to film, um, and they want to hand the footage off and get all the cool graphics and all that. And most of it is pre-made graphics. They don't need custom graphics. Most of it's pre-made. So, um, yeah, definitely do that. Real quick before we get into other things, you can outsource. This here is the last week we're running this. I just want to make sure I put that out there because I'll get fifty emails next week about, hey, what was that one code? This is it. Um, this is the last week we're running it. So definitely go on the Facebook group, chop it up, network. Um, I'm I you know, people post a lot of other YouTube video, a lot of other YouTube content. It's not a funnel to only see Ty's face every day and hear Ty's voice every day. It's not that. So uh, you know, it's it's a place for people who are business minded content creators to share information and grow. I've seen a lot of people meet up and talk and they're in the same city and same area and it works. So something to think about. Um, let's get back to outsourcing, right? So again, we're going to outsource advertisement, outsource the setup of the ads. Now, once you apply your budget, it's on you. You apply your budget, it's on you. We're going to outsource video editing and photo editing if possible. Those are things you're going to outsource. Now, depending on where you are, you may be able to outsource or bring someone in to help find you clients. You may be able to outsource the sales portion of it. <laughs> I see I see you, Mr. Rod. So you may be able to outsource the sales portion of it, right? Where you can bring someone in to sell, they'll make a commission and you'll let them run rampant. You can find sales reps that are commission only or or if you do any type of event photography, event videography, anything with events, you need to get with corporate event planners, bro. That is money on top of money on top of money that will fall on your lap all day, every day, especially if that corporate event planner is making a cut out of it if they're making a cut and you are good now they don't want to make a cut if you trash and you're gonna make them look bad but if they are making if they are making a cut 10 percent whatever and they know your pricing and they can just roll it into the budget 
and just hire you like, yo, let's go. And you are good. You will you will have too much work if you do anything with events. So look at outsourcing. Look at outsourcing. You want if you got an idea for going after certain service based industries, right? Get somebody, train them, get one of your young cousins, train them to go in and talk to Dennis, right? We got a package for Dennis. We do this, that, and the other. I'm going to train you on it. Everybody use, we got a a $3,000 package. I'm going to give you 10% of everybody you bring in. So on your days off when you're doing nothing, boom, you can make $300 a sale. Something like that. Commission. So corporate event planners can be found in your yellow pages, in your Google. When companies want to create events they're looking for corporate event planners they don't want to do it they want somebody that can make make stuff happen and usually corporate event planners are brought in at the last minute like like rarely i'm not gonna say rarely but most cases it's some it's a company scrambling to put some stuff together and they don't have the resources to make it happen they just got the money and they're like here i'm gonna throw some money at i'm gonna throw money at this problem you make it go away now next time i decide to throw this event i got you but Right now, I just need to throw money at it. We need to get an event. With the pandemic ending a little bit and stuff starting to reopen, even though cases are going back up, corporate event planners are getting back to it. Companies want to get back to it and recover what's left of the year. It's a lot of events. It's event season, uh, summertime, fall time. I know here it's event season, you know. (laughs) Smitty Vibes said, I'm shocked that you're sharing this info for free. It's two easy payments of free 99. Good looking out on the super chat. If if I'm giving you this for free, what's in the paid courses? Remember how you be like, remember how I used to tell y'all, like, if you have customers that be like, I never thought about that. You got them. A lot of y'all was like, I never thought about that. Right now, if I'm giving you this for free, what's in the paid course? I never thought. Of, anyway, so um, things that you want to outsource. Uh, those are things. Sales is something that you can outsource. You can train somebody to go after a specific niche. That's why I always tell you when you got a niche, life is a lot easier. When you try to do everything, you just fail miserably and you can't gauge or understand what the problem is because you're spreading money too thin. When I go to the casino, when I go to the casino, I go to the roulette table. I put all my money on red or black and either I'm going to lose everything or I'm going to double it up and I'm out. I'm not going to be here all day losing at a slot machine. I got some people just like slot machines. It's cool. It's not my thing. I'm going to the roulette table. I'm going red or black. I'm going odd or even. And I'm and I'm either going to double up or I'm going home. And I, sp- I, broke, I spent my budget. I spent my gambling budget. And I'm going to do something else. That's just me. I'm, I'm, you could, listen, sometimes, you know, them 37 to 1 odds is decent. Sometimes I put it on a few different numbers and, you know what I'm saying? If I if I feel it, but usually I'm not. I'm going red or black, and I'm out. You know what I'm saying? That's just me. That's just me. You can sit there on the penny slots for eight hours, and and you know to to get back thirteen dollars. I'm it's just not my thing. You know, my client gave me a big tip today when I made her say I never thought about that. Yes, I, do you guys get a lot? I get a lot of tips. I get a whole lot of tips, whole lot of tips, simply by making clients say, I never thought about that. I never thought about that. We didn't, we didn't talk to 20 companies and nobody asked that question. When I, when I, when I hear that, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. So, you know, it's, it's a wrap. 
Yep, red, black, or zero. When you begin a business and you don't have money to outsource to the right people from your pocket, would you recommend loan assuming um, assuming one has a solid plan? Yes, credit cards. You don't have to go big. You can get an editor to edit for $20. In that time that they're going to edit, in that eight hours you would have dedicated it to editing, what else could you be doing with your time that's worth more than $20? Maybe you could be a sales rep going out talking to people. Maybe you could be doing something different. You know what I'm saying? Like, like there's something that's worth more than whatever you're paying for editing and within that time. Editing is an eight-hour job. What could you be doing in eight hours that's worth more than what you're paying for editing? That's how you make a profit. That's your ROI. That's the ROI of outsourcing your editing. So what's a good place to find sales reps um, and how does that collab generally work? I usually do it with percentages, right? Give them a percentage of the sale, you know, train them to sell big ticket items, three, four, five, ten thousand dollar jobs and give them 10, 15 percent. And let them get pure profit off of it. Let them get pure commission. Now, if you get big enough, you can offer a you know, if you want somebody to go hard all day, every day, you can you can offer somebody three, four hundred a week as a base price to invest in them to make sales. But that's when you get to the point where you're almost taking on. Um, hiring a person, but you can do freelance sales, like like contract sales. You know, I it's, you can do it all the time. So you can go. That's something simple. You can post on Craigslist, Indeed. I posted jobs on Indeed. You can do all kind of stuff. Hey, I have a contract way for you to make a little money on the side. I'm looking for a sales rep. Go on Indeed. You know, we sell video products to to companies. Um, I've seen some where they sell video products to um, car dealerships. That it's worth this amount per per month. And if they sign a contract and we make, um, you know, a thousand dollars off of them per month on the contract, we'll pay you one hundred and fifty dollars a month as long as we got the contract or we'll pay you an upfront price. The first month is yours. So you can get creative with um, you can get creative with how you do it. But you definitely want to you definitely want to pay them Fun film. Let me see. Where's your serious question at? I think I missed it. Okay, what would you say is the most important thing to do when starting a corporate, when starting out in corporate events? Um, make sure you have a great, your, it's, I'm going to go back to the portfolio because nobody's going to hire you without it, right? I've seen people who get into corporate event photography and they have blurry, I don't know how you have a blurry stage photo with all that light that's being shined on that person in a dark background. I don't know how a lot of people don't have the, they don't have the understanding of my shutter speed needs to be at, you know, 120 frames a second, 120th of a second. I mean, 60th of a second may be too slow because they're moving and talking. If you got somebody that's talking. So that is is big and making sure that you have a website that lets the event planners know that you understand the process shooting awards is different than shooting. I shot for PGA. It's different than shooting an award ceremony. PGAs could be considered sports, but it was for Kia who sponsored WPGA. I'm sorry. Um, and it was certain shots that they wanted. They didn't care about the sports of the, the athletes. They wanted a lot of other sponsors um, and a lot of big wigs. That was with the Kia company, the Kia brand. They wanted me to follow those guys around to capture images of those guys um, as they are uh, moving and moving and shaking and shaking hands and kissing babies. 
in the army we call it the dog and pony show um you know you just shaking hands and kissing babies so as a videographer events events want highlight videos they want testimonials on spot when you i used to have clients hiring me to come do an event a highlight video right i'll be like hey do you got a separate room where we can set up and just do testimonials the speakers that you're spending all this money for you can just shoot them in a room to get a testimonial real quick and then you know now you got testimonials from these high um high dollar speakers and you got a testimonial from them, so you're getting double from your money. You're getting some return on your investment, other than than those guys just speaking at your event. Those those are those are big deal things. That I never thought about that. What if we had a separate station and I put two of my guys, and it's just dedicated to testimonials? We'll set up the lighting, make it perfect. Boom. What questions do you want us to ask your speakers? You know, you want your speakers to speak highly of your brand, your company, things like that. That those are things that companies like I never thought about that. That those are things that to return on your investment because they're spending a speak there's there's they're paying a speaker sixty seventy eighty thousand to talk they want to get mo- as much return on their investment as possible so that's how you do it um but be creative with highlight videos right we're gonna do highlight videos we're gonna do an Instagram version we're gonna do a Facebook version we're gonna do a LinkedIn version. We're going to do a version that uh, follows somebody. Maybe we'll tag along. We'll get somebody. I used to pull a person out of the event and be like, hey, can I follow you this weekend for this event? Oh, uh, yeah. Where are you from? I'm from Tampa. We're here for the blah, blah, blah. Okay, we just want to pop in and just see you enjoy the event and what you think about it. In fact, we're going to do a pre-interview and a post-interview. What do you think you're going to learn today? Ah, well, we came here because we wanted to blah, 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 and make our business, blah, blah, blah. We got invited by this, that, and the other, and that's why we're in town. Cool. Midway through it, I'm pulling them back. Hey, what did you learn today? Oh, my mind is blown. Tuesday, I learned this from such and such because she said that. Wednesday, I learned that, and she was telling me about, man, I can't wait because I looked at the schedule, and I got five more people. Cool. At the end of the event, same thing. Oh, man, I was blown away. You don't want to miss this event. We learned this on this day. I learned so much on that day. They gave us pamphlets and blah, blah, blah. And at the end, we're just following them, getting B-roll of them, laughing and having fun. And we followed that one person. And that'll be a separate video from the highlight video because I'm already there capturing the highlight video. I'm just going to check in with Betty Sue from Tampa from time to time. Now I've delivered two videos and the same amount of work from my client. Now, out of them two videos, I can get 30 seconds of her snippet or 59 seconds of her snippet. And now you have a one Instagram video. I got a 59 second snippet of the regular highlight footage. I got two Instagram videos out of the same amount of work. And these are things that I can pass on to my editor. So those are ways that you can present to the client that they're going to be like, I never thought about that. You mean to tell me last year you just hired a company that just went and shot random clips and threw it to music? What? You didn't hire a company that that understood what your target audience was? That that understood how we can make get multiple um, videos out of this weekend that you're spending one point eight million dollars on? How we can create a video design and make people want to sign up for next year? How we can create a video design and make people want to donate? How we can create a, a video design to make people want to sponsor the next event? How we can create a video design to make um, other vendors want to set up for the event? And we can do all this in the same weekend. What do you mean you hired a company that only shot clips and put it to music last year? And you spent what? 10000 We're charging you fifteen to do all of this. That's when you get them. 
Not try, not to be funny, but how much better can the masterclass be? This is so much great info. Okay, usually on the on YouTube, I tell you what to do. The masterclass is going to show you how to do it, step by step instructions, and it's going to put it all in order. The masterclass is broken up into three parts: how to build the company, the branding, understanding it, how to run it, like the day to day operations, and then how to grow it. Three sides to the master course. Where instead of just talking about it, I'm literally, I'm literally giving you step by step. Like this is what we're gonna do. Then we're gonna do this. I'm explaining why. So it's kind of like the mindset behind it. It's the understanding you need with everything in order um, together. On the channel, it's bits and pieces. If you don't watch every live, you're gonna get some of it, but not get all of it because I may have said some of it on another live and on other live. So technically, yes, we're just fine tuning it. When is the masterclass dropping? It's, 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 come, it's not available yet. There will be, there will be a beta version, beta version available to gold members. They'll get first access to it. Once we get everything polished, I'm looking for a little more, little more level of polishness, polished, you know, and it's with it because I want to make sure, I want to make sure you're sitting there like I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. I didn't think. I want to make sure you ever see a good movie that you gotta watch twice. And you see stuff the second time that you didn't see the first time. That's my goal. Um, how would you give a, a gift of a freebie to a corporate client that's been loyal to you? A gift of uh, a gift that keep bringing the heat. Just trying not to let the door uh, reopen. Let me make sure I understand this question. So you have a corporate client that's been loyal to you. You want to do something for free? Someone say I want the VHS version. Uh, you want to do something for free? Ask them what they need. Ask them what they need. You got to ask your clients questions. Ask them what they need. What do you need? Where are you hurting? What do you want to improve? What what what? If you got a restaurant, what day of the week do you have the least amount of sales? Solve a problem for free. They will. It's just like feeding a puppy. It ain't going nowhere. It ain't. You, they ain't going nowhere. Is the five steps concept the master class? No. So that is the that is how to create the trap, right? Um, the five key steps don't got nothing to do with editing video. It's about using the right clips and going because a lot of people I can almost tell you when you watch the course, you're gonna be like, I don't have no I don't have these clips. I never thought about that. I never thought to record this stuff. So moving forward, it'll teach you how to record the right clips so that you can create the right trap for your clients. And to help sell what you do for your clients. That is what that course is for. That is for me, when I understood that, when I stopped putting just clips to music, when I when I created the right trap, that's when business took off for me. Because my clients saw my reel and said, I want that. I want that for me. And if your if your reel don't do that, it's just music, it's just video to music, and you'll lose people. It's just about being more efficient. If I get 100 people to my website, I want 50 of them. With a bad demo reel, you get 100 people to your website, eight call, you close two. With a good demo reel, you get 100 people to your website, 75 call, and you close 50. Or, or you know what I'm saying? That's an outrageous number, but you, you close way more because it's spot on to their demographic. If I got on here and I started talking about basketball, half of y'all wouldn't care because it's not this channel is not designed 
for basketball people. It's not designed it's to show you how to shoot a better free throw. 99.9% of y'all would log off immediately. You would not care. However, if I came on here and I said, I'm going to show you in 10 minutes how to make an extra $200 tomorrow with your camera, you'll be all in. Because it's design- my, my audience, I know my audience. I've built this to target my audience. So it teaches you how to build your portfolio to go after your niche. It's all good, you late, John. This will be available in the future. I'm still on the line about making recorded live streams, all of them members only. But I know for sure when we do, um, when we look at demo reels, we look at websites and projects, those are going to be member section when those are off the air. Those, because those won't be on the podcast because you got to see it to believe it, you know. So. My jump shot is terrible. You do not want to learn how to shoot for me. I, I I do the same thing when I when I play pool. I just hit hard and pray. My jump shot, I just throw it up there and talk junk. And if it go in, I feel good. Um, you know, if it don't, it don't. So this will technically be episode one of the Flash Film Academy podcast. This will be episode one. So you all heard it live, and this will be on 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 episode one. Um, what's a good demo for doing corporate headshots or headshots in general? Uh, real struggle for me. So are you looking to do a reel or are you looking to, what do you mean by demo? Give me a little bit more money about, a little more money. Look at, as soon as I said it, he pop up. A little more information about demo. Fun film. Good looking out again. Fun film is like a super chat. He's in a, he's in a super chat hall of fame. I'm going to create a super chat hall of fame. Him, Michael, it's a few of y'all that's in the super chat for hall of fame. Not putting my demo to music for good demo reel was the best thing I did. Um, I did fail that I haven't learned it. Wait, did I read that wrong? It said, I did to fail that and I haven't learned it. I was just about to update it again the same way I did before I found this channel. When you take that course, you're going to think twice about the type of music. Because my music, man, if you look at my demo reel before, it was, I thought it was the truth. I had it to like some Justin Timberlake and it was... It was some dope shots. CRP, you are definitely going in a, in a Super Chat Hall of Fame. Definitely. I uh, I thought it was, I had it to some real nice music and it was, it just, but to me, I thought it was dope because it had some of my best shots, like nice slider shots and, you know, lice. And I was like, yeah, it's going to be, they're going to see this. I'm going to get them. I'm going to kill them with this. And then I started asking my clients and they were like, your demo reel didn't do it for us. I'm like, why? They're like, because we don't care about shots you did for a movie. We don't care about half, 98% of the stuff that was in your reel. Didn't, we didn't look at it and be like, this could apply to what we're doing. We didn't care about it. We didn't see. And then your best shots, it wasn't no behind the scenes stuff. So we really couldn't. We don't know if you shot it or not. Was it stock footage? A lot of people be like, was that stock footage? So, yeah. Andre Woods, good looking out on the super chat. You see, I'm a little late. It's all good. This is going to be live and in and direct. Oh, man, John Morgan, good looking out on the Super Chat. Typed up my review for the channel. Just got to record it. Uh, when are you going to let us know where to send it? I am going to actually, once I get off this Super Chat, this Super Chat, once I get off this live stream, I will be, I've shot a video. I'm going to edit it and then upload it. And it's going to explain everything I need. For those who are new who haven't watched the last Super Chat, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask people who watch the channel regularly 
who have gained something from the channel. Like, I'm not just saying Tar's cool. He cracks a few jokes. He drink Dr. Peppers. But those who have applied anything you've learned to the channel to something that has had tangible results. I want to get a 60 second video from you. I want it to be recorded on your phone. I don't want it to be super on a red because I want to start including those at the end of videos that I do. Because I want to kind of give recognition back to my supporters, to those who support me. I want to give you a chance to shout out your brand. Um, and I want I want you to see real stories from real people. Because sometimes you may be like, I don't know if I should try this. I don't know if I should try that. And to hear somebody saying, hey, I was doing everything. I went down to three niches, skyrocketed for me, will help somebody say, man, you know what? Maybe I need to just jump and do it. Maybe I need to uh, maybe I need to go forward and make it happen. So that's something I want to do. Somebody said, I'm not shooting with my phone. Unless you got an Android, you got an Android. You don't want, you don't want to do that. All right. Thought about an idea to set up a cam um, to video me headshots. So with headshots, it, look, photography, people think because you do photography, you don't need a video reel. No, you need a video reel. Video sells. Video explains what you do more than photography, more than photos and text, right? So knowing that as a content creator, you still want to use video to sell what you do. So as a headshot photographer, and the course will kind of go into more detail, you need to have video of you on set working with clients, clients feeling comfortable, you snapping, you taking pictures, the before, the after. You need to have a lot of that stuff. You need to have a lot of that. Something to think about. But the course goes into detail on why you need behind the scenes shots, why you need before and after, what type of shots you need and what to get moving forward. Trust me, if you got some shoots coming up, you'll look at things way differently. You'll look at things way differently. Super chat frenzy. Man, one time there was a there was a bidding war on super chats where it was just like a it was just like a it was going crazy, man. Elijah, what's going on, man? He is definitely Super Chat Hall of Fame, bro. He has the highest, he has the the uh the the highest super chat ever in in Flash Film Academy history. He said, I feel like we are uh in the lucky days at this moment. Um, when they get past the phase of learning how to do cool videos, they're gonna find Ty. This channel will blow up and it's gonna be hard, it's gonna be hard to get questions. Cheers to Ty. Uh I, I listen, I'm gonna be honest with you. I could do live Q and A's all day, every day. Right? I can I I just they're fun for me. Cause I like to talk about this stuff. I'm passionate about it. Um my friends are tired of hearing about it. Uh I just don't want to wear y'all out. So I don't want to come on here. I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real with you. One hundred percent of my videos in this channel would be live Q and A's. I enjoy those more than videos that require me to edit. Um, just because I get the interaction. Usually I'm putting something out and I'm hoping people like it. And then I'm going back in the, in the comments trying to answer questions. But with this, I get to create content that I know is, is people, people love and accept and it's helping people. So I like live chats, honestly. Um, you know, I'm just asking random questions because I'm late and I have to watch the playback. But what do you do with super chat money? Um, I, I pay bills. I, I go to Walmart and I buy, uh, fish sticks for the kids. Um, and that's it. No, I'm joking. Um, so 
this allows me to not be focused on the other business right now because usually I'm doing something for Flash Film, Flash Film Media. I'm finding ways or replying to clients or looking at ways to do right now. I'm trying to do a lot more live streaming. Um, so this allows me to ease off that and focus on bringing more more information to you. I got to go out and make some bread somehow. And either I'm going to make bread shooting video for somebody or I'm going to make bread helping somebody. So I, 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 this is my passion. I like to shoot. Don't get me wrong. Filming is filming. I love to film, but what I like most, I don't get, sometimes you film for clients. It's boring. You know, they're going to make a million dollars off of it. And you're like, cool. Andre Woods, good looking out on the fish sticks. Uh, you know, they're going to go make a million dollars off of it because they're GE or somebody. And it's like, eh, or I can come on here, chop it up with somebody Maybe maybe set off a light bulb or two and have them tweak something. And then they wake up one morning looking at their business as more than just a side hustle, as more than just I can make a little money on the side. But they're looking at it like, yo, this is this is my everything. This is my baby. Like I'm I'm doing this all day, every day. Fun film. Can I send you my logo and put it behind your head for the for the Hall of Fame? I just want to start the trend and putting a bunch of logos on the wall. I don't got room. Maybe up here somewhere. Maybe up there. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna do. The, I'm gonna do the super chat Hall of Fame. You think I'm joking? I'm doing it. Yes, Fun Film did start the tax thing. I'm giving you that Fun Film. I forgot what the first tax was. It was like late tax or something. No, it was C500 tax. I think you started the C500 tax. Man, I appreciate y'all. Man, y'all have no idea. I know channels that got. 500,000, 300,000 subscribers and they they just have no relationship with their subscriber base. It's just they don't even go they, they don't even do live. They don't even answer questions unless they're highlighted. So, something to think about. All right, we're buffering on my end. Did I hear something? Nope. I'm good on me. So, it shows health is great, but on my end it's showing that it's buffering. We're going to hit the button just to make sure. Make sure we ain't buffering over here. But on my end, I'm showing everything is Gucci. Let's see. Yeah. All right. We're going to just keep rolling with it. We're just going to keep rolling with it. All right. So back to the thing. Back to the outsourcing. Make sure everybody's outsourcing the right stuff. Um, Make sure you guys are focused on favorite quote, Andre Woods. That That's weird. That just popped up. Um, favorite quote it's a quote by Henry Ford it's a quote by Henry Ford and it goes along the lines of something like if I would have asked them what they wanted they would have told me faster horses it, it it goes to show you like it goes to show that sometimes you have to you got to provide a solution because people won't think of it themselves they won't they won't um, they just won't think outside the box you got to be the the outside the box thinker in your niche, in your market, in what you do. You got to be the one to think outside the box. And when you do, you'll take pe people to places they've never been. Um, they never thought of. They wanted faster horses from Henry Ford. He gave them a car. So just something to think about. Something to ponder on. That's one of my favorite quotes. I like a lot of quotes. Y'all see I post a bunch of quotes. I'm a quote guy. Like quotes just do it for me. Like quotes, um, quotes just, I don't know. They inspire me. Um, they just inspire me. Um, 
I'm just one of those guys that that love a good quote. Um, so that's just you know that's my that's my inside uh, inside tale. Favorite book ever doesn't have to be a business book or anything. Just your favorite one. My favorite one, the book that changed my life was Who Moved My Cheese. That's the that's the book that changed my life. That's the book that made me realize I had to go big or go home. I got to make some changes because I was in Detroit. Um, I didn't want to move. And I, I almost felt like a big fish in a small pond. I felt like there was other opportunities for me. And my mother made me read it. I was like, I don't want to read this book. She made me read it. An- the analogy king. I, You know what? You know how I got good in analogies? And I'm going to be real with you. Hold up. I'm going to be 100 with you. After I tell you this, I'm about to pour another drink. And this is going to be personal. This is going to be, it's, listen, I got really good with analogies by being in a bad marriage, right? By being in a marriage where you're trying to explain, you're trying to communicate with a person that you're stuck with and you're using so many different analogies in hopes that they would understand you. Um, and that's how I got good at analogies. That's just me being real. It didn't work out. I went my separate ways, but I just started using different analogies. Like, I'm just trying to, let me explain it to you. Like, let me help you understand what I'm saying. I'm hungry. I'm like, <laughs> I'm been, I'm in the army all day. I'm, I'm dirty. I've been shooting. I've been bear crawling through dirt piles. I come home and I'm hungry. So I just got good at analogies, trying to communicate with people. Um, and that's just it, you know. Putting rum with Dr. Pepper makes you good at analogies. I agree. I need to do that. Hey, Ty, promo. That promo code ain't working. Oh, that promo code. That promo code. That boy is should be working. I'll post a link to that. Give me a second. Um, but just something to think about. I'm a quote guy. That's just what I do. That's my thing. I like quotes. I post a lot of quotes. I'm I'm not one who um needs a lot of motivation. I don't need motivation. Um, I'm just not a, I don't need to be motivated. I just need to be shown how, like, I, I, I want to take over the world. I just need to be shown how to take over the world. I don't, you don't need to motivate me to want to do it. I'm not motivated by money like that, where I am motivated by, uh, freedom. I like freedom. I like to be able to do what I want to do when I want to do it. Um, that's what motivates me. Not to, I'm not a flashy guy. I don't rock a lot of jewelry and I don't stunt. Though if you see my vehicle, you probably disagree. But I'm not a I'm not a you know I'm not a stunt type of guy. Uh, I am more of a I just want to you know have the freedom to go and do what I like to do. Good looking out on the super chat. Um, back to Basic Studio. If I'm ever in Texas, could we link up and just talk business? Let's go. Do your company take you to Houston or do the military? Um, I I'm so I'm in Dallas. I moved here because family moved here. And I was like, I'm out. I was I was originally living in Atlanta. Um, and I was going to go back to Atlanta. I was going to go back to Atlanta. But I have family moved to Dallas. And that's why I came to Dallas. That is why I came to Dallas. So I, uh, you know, the rest is history. My first time in Dallas was with a U-Haul truck living in Dallas. I was stationed in Fort Sam Houston for a minute. And I loved it. There's a link to the promo code. Um, so yeah, what's something you always wanted to shoot nature, 
I'm a big Discovery Channel buff. I like nature stuff. Um, and by the way, Who Moved My Cheese is one of my favorite books. My favorite book of all time. I don't think I answered that. I skipped. Uh, it's End of Jobs. End of Jobs is a wake-up call. It is a wake-up call like a mug. I've always wanted to shoot. Yeah, definitely nature. Um, am I a cigar guy? I am a cigar guy. I love cigars. I love cigars. Outsource your next wife. <laughs> I'm trying to. Nobody want to bite. My prices are too low. I'm going on Fiverr for that next mail order. I wish. If only it was that simple. I, I, once the channel grow, um, I definitely want to like travel and, and meet everybody and, and do meetups and shootouts and all that stuff. You know, I definitely want to do that. End of Jobs, great. Can you get it? There's so the audio. If you get End of Jobs, get the audio book. Don't get the regular book, right? Because in the audio book, he will um he will go off topic. He will go off topic and he will say stuff that's not in the book. There you go. There's a thirty percent link. He will go off topic and he will say stuff that's not in the book that's updated. That's why I like audio books, right? Especially if um. This is my learning with bourbon and a cigar right now. Man, that is me all day. Um, I like audio books, especially when the authors uh, do the audio because usually they, they go off script because stuff have changed since the time they wrote the book. I love audio books. Like if you ever listen to um, like like Gary V books or what's the other guy, the real estate guy? Um, gosh, I can't think of his name. Gosh, I can't think of his name. His commercials pop up. Anytime you watch my videos, he always in front of his plane or something. Like, I love listening to their books. He had a book called Be Obsessed or Be Average, and he went off script so much. There was another, I want to say, 30 pages worth of stuff that you would have only gotten if you listened to the audiobook. So I cut off, I cut out all music, right? All music, I cut out. I cut out all, Grant Cardone, yes. All music, I cut out. I don't listen to music um, all the time. I listen to audiobooks or podcasts. Like musics don't make you smarter. They don't make you money. They don't make you better. They just make you shake your butt, shake your butt, blah, blah, blah. I did read Cash Flow Quadrant. Yes. Um, so I I that was just something. Remember I told you to if you look at the E over E, my E over E philosophy is educate yourself more than you entertain yourself. And I guarantee you your world will change. Your pockets will change. Your car will change. Everything will change. Um, educate yourself more than you entertain yourself. Look at how much money you're spending on entertainment. $200 for a cable bill. You know, all this money you're spending for Netflix. and you're not People people be like, oh, your course is $200, $300. You spent that in cable last month. What did you learn on cable? Nothing. That is going to rain tomorrow. And you could have got that off an app. Like, how did it help your business? You spent that on iTunes. You spent that on, you know what I'm saying? So, People, you got to educate yourself more than you entertain yourself. At least 50-50. But right now, or most people, it's like 98 to 2. 2% education. And they'll look at the Discovery Channel and be like, oh, it's education over entertainment. So that was a point in my life that stuff changed. Like, my life just changed when I did that. When I said, I'm just, it sucks. And I've always been one of anything I, I hate doing, anything that bothered me a lot, if I hated it, right, um, I was going to conquer it. I was going to love it. 
Anything that I hated, I was like, everything I'm not good at, I'm going to learn to love it so I can be a beast at it. You know. Um, check out Shut Up and Listen by Tillman. I can't even, what's that? Ferretta? Ferretia? He's doing Impossible. By, or, or uh, he said, or, or and doing the impossible by Patrick Bet David. Two great books. I people be asking for a book club. I I I got so much going on that I'm balancing. If if I get to the point where I can do a hundred percent Flash from Academy, then I would do book clubs and do more. I just don't have the time right now. I'm gonna outsource that to somebody. So, um, just something to think about. These books are great. Audible. I love Audible. Audible is the truth. Um, I'm in, I'm in Houston sometimes. I'm in Houston sometimes. So I just want to make sure I got all these questions real quick. Dr. Pepper. All right. Just want to make sure we got it. Um, there, there are a lot of great books. 50 cent book where somebody said 50 cent book. I didn't, I missed it because it popped up. Hustle harder. Hustle Smarter is a great listen. Yes. Yes. Um, hey, Ty, any suggestions on finding someone to look over contract pack for use in Ontario, Canada? So I can't remember who it was, but there was someone who purchased the contract pack in Toronto and they had a lawyer look over it. I can't remember who told me that, though. And they were like, perfect. Everything's a go. Don't don't hold me to that because I got to remember who it was. Maybe maybe if you come into the Facebook group, post that in the Facebook group because who are Matrix? Yes, it was Matrix. It was Matrix. Yeah, that's, that's who told me Matrix. Matrix looked at it. Yeah. Matrix is in Toronto. I always get him confused because I'm being from Detroit. I'm in Windsor a lot. And he had um, he had some friends that were lawyers to look over the contract pack in in up in Canada. Speaking of book, what's your code for HoneyBook? If you go to the gear section link below or gear used on Flash Film Academy, you'll see the link to the my link to HoneyBook. Matrix Photo Design said they're solid. So look at, and I want to kind of go back to subject a little bit because we're getting over an hour and a half. Um, how do you go about charging sales tax in the states, out of the states for photos and videos and services? Sales tax are always tricky, right? Because depending on where you are, things may be completely different. So I would first suggest that you look up things in your area because I don't, what I'm telling you is for my, literally my county. If you hand a tangible item off, a DVD, a thumb drive, that's taxable. If they're downloading something, that's not taxable. In most cases, depending on what it is. But in some counties, if you render a service, that's taxable. Like It's weird. It's weird. I usually charge tax with everything, and then I'll figure it out later. That's me. That's me. Um, see, there you go. There go two guys in Canada chopping it up. Yeah, de- definitely chop it up on the, the Facebook. The Facebook page is growing like crazy. It's growing like crazy. And there's a lot of people that are exchanging information like that. A lot of, lot of, lot of information. So... Content creators and cigars. That'll be dope. So the point I want to prove with this video and the things that I really want to talk about is that you should be looking to outsource as much as you can. 
Um, you should be looking to outsource every part of the business. Once you find a contractor that you can trust, it will become cheaper than doing it yourself. I, I meant to touch on it earlier, but there was an article that I read. You may be able to find it. That talks about Bill Gates and what how much money he makes per hour, per minute. Um, and it was the article pretty much said that if Bill Gates was walking down the street and a thousand dollars fell out of his pocket, it would cost him more to turn around and pick it up than to keep walking. It would be cheaper for him to hire somebody to go back and get that thousand dollars. You need to look at your brand that way. You need to look at your business that way. You need to look at your life that way. I like spending time with my kids. I'm a I'm a family guy. You know, I love I love my kids, man. That's just me. I like to run around and play with them and laser tag and all of that stuff. I don't want to look back at my life and I spent it working. My dad worked a lot. He since passed. I wish I had more time with him. Um, but I don't want to look back at my life and be like, man, you know, I worked a lot. I didn't get to see my kids be great. So I just bought the MP3 of end of, end of jobs. Yes, fun film. You'll love it. So, so for me, time is important. I like being around my family. I like cooking. I like grilling. I'm a grill guy on the weekends. I'm busting out the grill, making slabs of ribs, and it's just me and like three other people, but we got four slabs to choose from. I ain't even got no sides, beans, that's it. So that's just what I like to do. I like spending time doing what I love. Um, eventually, I want to get back to shooting, to shooting short films, shooting web series and things like that. So, you know, I want to make sure I have the time to do it. So I'll be outsourcing a lot. Green egg. Yeah, I've seen a lot about the green egg. I'm looking into getting like a, I want to go wood burning next. My next move is the wood burning. No collard greens. Nah, my mama and them, they love collard greens. I'm, I'm straight. You love them? I had to put sugar on them. I'm weird. I'm the, I'm the guy that was, I didn't eat none of that stuff. So my parents put sugar on everything and I can't shake the habit. So I just don't eat it, you know. Somebody said we always end up talking food. It's because I'm fat. Of course I want to talk food. You be following those skinny YouTubers? They want to talk about not, they don't want to talk about food. I'm talking about food, man. Cameras and food. My camera probably greasy as I don't know what. When I go shoot weddings, the best part of the wedding is the cake. I'm there for the cake and the food, man. Maybe a bridesmaid or two, but I'm there for the cake and the food. TMI. Okay. Let's get back to the subject. So, um, what I'm going to do is I am, if you go to the link in the link right now, it is, um, which is my default up, up, upload. We'll talk about gear and services that I use. If you click that link, it'll take you back to flash Film Academy where there is a page designed to list all of my gear and services that I currently use. If you click under, um, my gear book list and favorite business services, in the description right now, it's, it's there. It'll take you back to some of the companies that I use. I'm going to list more editors um, because there are people that I've used. I love smoke games. Um, there, are, there are people that I've used. I'm not sending you to people that I haven't used. Um, I'm, I'm sending you to people that I use for a living. And I've had great work with them. I have great reviews. Um, so, you know, you'll get a chance to work with them. And I'm going to tell you. Um, you know, these guys, if you need some work done, it, it helps. They're, they're going through the pandemic too. So you may think that editing for $20, $30 is cheap, but you're helping people out who, who are looking to make it and survive through these times. So, um, keep that in mind too. And you can write it off. So definitely write it off. 
If you go back and look at the video that I did speaking to um, speaking to what to do with a stimulus check to grow your business, I listed a few companies there that are on Fiverr. So something to think about. You said Shutterfest. I've never been out there. I'm trying to travel and go everywhere. So I may be in a city near you. I might need you to tell me where to go and where not to go. Eat here, don't eat there. See, we back to food. Um, you know what I'm saying? They may, you know. Can you write things off before you have an LLC? No. Nope. I mean, yes and no. As as a personal, it's only certain stuff you can write up personally, not really. Once you have the business, then you can write off a lot of stuff. Uh, America was designed for business owners, right? They get all the love, leeway in the world. America was designed for business owners. They, they, it's the best thing to be, you know, so get your LLC, be a legit business, um, get somebody to do your taxes, do your book work, uh, your bookkeeping, um, and, and that's where you really start to make money. On that note, can you write off discounts on your invoices? Depending on where you're located, most places, yes. Depending on where you're located, though. That's going to be between you and your bookkeeper and they and your local laws. So I don't I don't want to say, yeah, and you do it and you're in a one county in your state that don't do it. And then at the end of the year, you're looking to beat me up when I do show up in your city for barbecue. You're ready to fight. Now I don't understand why. So with those certain things that that is based on your country, your county, your city, um, you know, it's going to be completely different. Um, so I'm answer a few more questions and I'm gonna roll out looking to buy a drone for real estate, primary for weddings. I think the Mavic three is coming out soon. I don't want to get the Mavic two pro, um, just before the new one comes out. I've been waiting on a new, uh, Phantom forever. I've been using the Mavic air a lot. It's a little cheap 4k drone and it gets the job done and it's quiet. So, um, what about stuff? You got to start the business. Uh, is that just within a year you start? I got a lot of stuff within a year. Think about it like this. Okay. I don't, this is stuff you want to check and see if it's legal where you are. Right. Something you want to think about. If you buy a camera as a person and you start a business, can you technically sell your camera to that business? Think about it. So you buy a lot of stuff now. Could you technically sell it as a used item to that business? Possibly depending on where you are. I don't know the legal versus illegal parameters of that. I would check with who's doing your books to be sure, because it may be legal next door and not legal in your zip code. But it's something to think about. Something to think about. Any tips on on when outsourcing? Um, anything to look out for, bad experiences? That is based on each thing. Like if you're getting writing done, if you're getting voiceover, it's it's just different things. What I like about websites like Fiverr compared to meeting somebody on Craigslist is you got a rating system, right? You can rate, you get a rating system. People have have went in that direction before, and they're gonna be like, "Nah, this guy ain't good at this." That's why I feel safe going that route. It eliminates that for me. Same thing that Google does um, and Angie's List does when you're hiring a contractor. So he said he just gave y'all the magic formula for the demo reel. Hope you paid attention. I gave you about 45% of it. The rest of it is going to be right there. Um, You know, listen, 
before I even cut out, before I even get ready to spill and get ready to wrap it up. I know I do this on every video, but I think it's very important that everybody that's watching, that you guys know that without your support, I, I wouldn't even have a, the, the, the time or energy to do it. Um, I want to thank you for your input. I want to thank you for your feedback. I want to thank you for your comments. I want to thank you for liking and sharing content and video on this channel. YouTube is hard, man. It's not easy. You get you get lit. You get you get a new one ripped every day. Somebody's commenting on your face look funny, your hair look blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? Like you getting ripped. Um you it's YouTube is hard. It's hard to get up. It's not something that is it doesn't even make financial sense. It takes love to do it. Good looking out fun film and Michael, yeah. I mentioned you early my earlier, Michael. Um, YouTube is a hard thing to do, especially to be consistent. It's hard. It takes the support from people like yourself that chime in and super chat and speak and, 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 you know, bring new ideas and support the, the Facebook channel. It takes support from my diehards and, and I got 40,000 subscribers. Most live chats are like 80 to a hundred people. It's my diehards. Um, so it's important that I that I tell you that I thank you for taking the time out of your day to be here. I thank you for appreciating the content that, you know, other people like we're tired of hearing about it. Um, I thank you for your eyes and your ears and your hearts and sometimes your wallets with super chats and course purchases. Um, I thank you for that all. Um, and without you guys, I wouldn't even have the the, the motivation to get on here um, and do it. So. Um, it's important that I, I stress how much you guys are loved and appreciated, um, every time. And I don't want you guys to think I'm just blowing smoke, but man, I, I love y'all to death. Um, I, I post a lot of, uh, I get a lot of comments that I save. People make comments on videos and it's just some insider stuff that I save and I post them. I print it out and I put it on the wall. It'd be a comment like, yo, I think somebody said, somebody said, uh, Black History Month, I'm going to tell my kids about you. I was like, that's dope. Or, man, I listened to your video and I was able to get this sale. Stuff like that, I literally save in my phone or I print out and it motivates me. Back to the basics, good looking out on the Super Chat, bro. Like, that stuff motivates me. That stuff make me want to up the content. It makes me want to make sure that if people paying for the master course, you're going to blow them away. If people paying for anything, you're going to definitely blow them away. If people paying with their eyeballs because you're sitting through advertisement, that's paying. You're going to blow them away. You're going to give them something. So my goal is, you know, simply to give you something and help you uh, be a better you because you guys are helping me be a better me. And I appreciate that. So with that, I'm going to sign off. Um, and I am also going to conclude the first episode in the Flash Film Academy podcast. When that goes live, I will send you all links. Um, and uh, I just want to say thank you again. Thank you again. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna answer one last question because it popped up. When you're outsourcing editing, what are the main things you have uh, covered with the editor? Can they use your raw footage? That's on you. Um, the editor didn't create the footage, so they can't go to stock sites with it. I usually do things like color grading, audio mixing, um, pre-made graphics, things like that. Those are what's important to me when I work with an editor. Um, when you go to companies like Video Husky, they're going to have all that together. When you when you hire a separate person, you may have to lay down the law. And I lay down the law, but say these are what my expectations are. So 
with that being said, I just want to make sure I answer that last question because it popped up and I, you know, I want to make sure people good. Um, fun film, probably about to post 12 more questions to keep me on here. So let me wrap up quick before he started typing. I think I can beat his, uh, I think I can beat him typing. Um, do other people have to claim money they pay on their taxes? When I do, when I pay people out, when I outsource stuff, they it's usually taxes. Um, when I do contractors, they are responsible for their taxes. All right. So again, guys, I want to say thank you. And I'm going to end with that. And I will see you guys in the next video every Tuesday at 1 Central, every Thursday at 7 Central, 7 p.m. We're going, we're, we're rolling with that every week from here on out. All right. I'll see y'all definitely in the next video.